from grain to glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Darn tootin'. tootin'. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Trying to take my line, son? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Doesn't matter. Let's start this show, right? Cheers. 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 All right. All right, yeah, you can't. So, I, God, I can't believe like we haven't done that before. I know. Well, this is what episode seventy-seven. Yeah, and it took us seventy-five to figure that out. <laughs> so, uh, that's I, satisfying like, start to the. Episode. I, I don't really have anything beer-wise to talk about, but I do kind of want to talk about the. Uh, like, there, there's two things that I really want to touch on uh, today on this show, sure. and it's it's they're they're beer etiquette related. Yeah. Okay. And correct me if. Oh, uh, I think I know where you're going with this. Oh, hang on. Yeah. I I uh, just got a chat, got a got a message from Thomas. He is sipping on a. Oh, it looks like some sort of winter warmer. Eleven percent, fifteen IBUs. Woofta. Oh, come on, give me, give me. Oh, there's the front of the bottle. Oh, it's a Mad Elf, uh, from Trogues. That's that's a good June 29th beer. Oh, dude, it is. <laughs> yeah, that is wow. <laughs> I've got no judgment, Thomas. Like, no judgment just, at all. Actually, a little jealousy. Where uh, Where is Thomas located, though? Uh, Do we know what state? Virginia, I believe. General area. No, no, Pennsylvania. Virginia, Pennsylvania. East Someplace coast. East Coast. Yeah. I know it. No, PA. I want to say PA. Central East Coast. Final answer. Gotcha. I'll find out in a minute when the I don't know what their up. weather's like right now, but for us right now, that would be rough. It's probably swampy and hot. I bet it is. Well, there's been a heat wave all over the U.S. Yes. Anyway, all right, back to uh, the important things I want to talk about. Yeah. Beer etiquette. Uh, but before I touch on that, what have you been up to beer related? Uh, nothing, but I want to talk about beer etiquette. Okay. That's the thing. Like, right. uh, instead of talking about what we've done recently, let's talk about some beer etiquette stuff. All I think right. I know where you're going with it. Yeah. So, uh, first thing, let's talk cheers. That's, cheers. That's super easy because we, we just did that. <clears throat> yeah, I was right. PA, Pennsylvania. Go me. Woo. All right. Um, so when you when you cheer somebody, don't cheers with an empty glass. Abstain <laughs> from the cheers if you have an empty glass. I didn't even know that people tried to do that. Yes, I have. I have done cheers with, like with a group. It's always with a group. It's never one on one because you're never going to cheer somebody with an empty well, glass. Well, yeah. But if you're like che- like oh hey cheers, hey, cheers, and, and someone- then somebody's like throws an empty glass, just. Just uh, abstain from that just a little bit, you know. You're not, you're not like it's, it's not okay rude. if your glass is like water and you're the designated driver. Yep. No. Yeah. Well, that but that's, that's not empty. Cool. That's full. Right. It doesn't have to be full of an alcoholic beverage. Right. It just has to be full. of I a just beverage. wanted to make sure we clarified. Like, yep. It doesn't have to be full of alcohol, but you can't cheers with an empty glass. And then after you say cheers. You must take a sip out of that glass. Well, yeah. If you if you cheers and then set the beer down, you've invalidated the cheers. I agree with that. It's, yeah, it, that's that's like that's that's a faux pas. It's rude. Well, cheers is like we're happy that we have this beverage, but I'm not going to drink any. Well, of it's, it it's not that like that. Cheer, cheers means so many different things. Like, and that's true. But like the like the cheersing the beverage is like. 
We're all together. We're all together. We're having a good time. We're having a great time. And I want to toast this moment. Right. And I'm, I'm going to enjoy this moment with all of you people while we're enjoying our beverage of choice. And now I'm going to put it down and not enjoy it. Yeah, like, what What did I do to offend you? Right. Like, yeah, it, and that's true. Like, cheers, when you set it down right afterwards, feels half-assed. Like, if I were to be like... Cheers. Okay. Cool. Even right, if you're go not on, thirsty at that moment, like just just take the obligatory you take a, sip. You take a quick sip. As long as you had like just even, one of those quick. Even guys. if you at least make the motion. Like I'm not yeah. looking to see if you're actually drinking. Yeah. Even if your glass is like as full as mine, like a quarter, and you just tip it up, like mm, that's nice. But I didn't actually put any in my mouth. <laughs> like. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, no, it's uh, like so that that's that's something, and like it doesn't have to be cheers. You can say prost, you can say slancha, you can say whatever you want. Like, yeah, if you say those to me, I'm not gonna know what the fuck you're talking. Well, no, about, like, and like well, so every every culture has their own cheers. Like cheers, I know. Cheer, cheers is the English one. Slancha yeah. is uh, or I know, sl- I'm slancha think is Gaelic. Slancho though. No, but it's slancha. I know. Uh, but I'm not. Prost, know prost is like you know it's Germanic. So for all of you people listening, if you tried to cilantro me or prost me, I'm not gonna know what the fuck you're talking. You don't about, have to. You, all you all you need to do is say cheers back. If you say cheers, like you don't have to say what they're saying. I might not know to do it though because I don't know what that means. No, but see, you'll you'll understand the uh, the raise the motion. Does. I yep. will know. Yeah, because that's oh cheers. Yeah, cheers. Because that's that's uh, like pretty much just Drink universal. Don't fuck me. No, yeah, I, no. I had to finish, like, we're doing a radio show. I had to finish I got the you. words I was saying. I'll, I'll recognize... I didn't set my glass down. Did you know? No, I, know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I just wanted to make sure. I'll recognize your motion to lift the glass. Yes. Yeah. All right, so that's that's my I first... I might not know what the fuck you're saying. That's, that's, that's my first bit of beer etiquette for the evening that I just kind of wanted to touch could, on. You could, like, say butthole in a different language and raise a glass, and I'll be like, Hey, cheers! Yeah, <laughs> I no, don't it's, care. But it's, it like, I don't know. It's there. There's a sense of crime, especially in the U.S., I don't feel like we do it enough. It's... I agree with that. Like, like I want to cheers more. Yeah, so, like, my challenge to all homebrew-bound listeners in the U.S., is cheers more you guys abroad you're like we do it with every fucking pine i don't know what you're talking about yeah (laughs) i feel like it it builds community to cheers it does brings people together yeah um so that's 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 one two we need to figure out rounds i knew i knew you were going i i was i i went on a rant about it last week (laughs) yeah after 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 we were finished recording we were at the we were at the bar and i was like you know we don't do rounds enough but I 100% agreed with all of your points, so go ahead. All right, so talk about um, it. So rounds, like I had, I had been like sort of introduced to rounds, uh, you know, here here in the states. But it really hit home with me when I was overseas, and it and it made so much sense. So, like, I would buy rounds for people here, you know, like as a thank you. Or, you know, or, or whatever. But over there, it was one of those things where I'd go out with a group of people and then somebody would buy a round and then it would just go around the circle. Everyone just buys the next round. It yeah. does it does two things that I think it does really well. One, it's you, you get that sense of giving to somebody else. Like yeah. you get you get that sense of like, oh, you know, I'm doing my friends a favor, you know? Yep. 
Two, it keeps everybody there until the end because nobody wants to be the asshole who skips out on their own. <laughs> so if you go out with a group of five friends, you know that you're going to... If gonna... you are, you can be justifiably heckled for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, every once in a while somebody will ditch out. Not a big deal. But you're still like, I mean, you know, you had three pints for free and then you just fucking left. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so you, you, can, you can give them a little bit of shit. But the right. other thing is, is like it, it, it creates a sense of community in the group, just like cheersing. Right. Where like you're, you know, you're swapping rounds. You're like everybody's kind of in this together. Right. Yeah. No, I, I and when you ranted about <laughs> rounds. When we were at Swinging Bridge, I agreed with you. Yeah. Like, it's nice. You go out, like, I'll buy the round for everyone, and then you buy it next. Like, well, well and you, but you don't have to say that. Like, it's right. just implicit. It, that, that'd be nice to establish, is what yep. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I buy this. Like, I'll get a round. What do you guys want? I'll get everything. Then you next time you go up and you're like, all right, well, I'll get well even like like uh, we we would keep track of rounds, but like my brother and I when we go out we would just buy rounds, right? Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't we wouldn't you like we would just like keep track of who round whose round it is, right? And so sometimes like I would get the cheap pub, he would get the expensive pub, and over time it all equals up. Yep. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that's fantastic, and I think it's awesome. Yep. Like, uh, and then Thomas brings up another good one, uh, kind of in the rounds realm, uh, but for homebrewers specifically, get a homebrew, give a homebrew. Yeah. Like, do the swap ski. Yeah. I like the swap. Yeah. Even if it's not like, so if you come up to me and you're like, oh, try the this Australian sparkling ale that I made because it's amazing because ours was, um, and you give it to me. Even if I don't have one right now, like, I'll give you one later. Like, yeah. it's not necessarily, like, I'm not necessarily going to have one right away. But, you know, it's kind of like rounds. Like, all right, yeah. you gave me a homebrew. Here's one of mine. We need to establish rounds in this country. It's I very agree. important. I agree like, with that wholeheartedly, 100%. Like as it, soon as you explained it to me, I was like, 100%, yeah. we need to do that. Like, so I don't, and like... So, since being back, I've been fucked, like, four times with rounds. <laughs> not with me, though. No, no, not, not with you. Not with anybody that, like, Because I got down. on board immediately. Well, yeah, no, like, not, not with, like, people I've actually, like, sat down and explained it with. It's, like, when I've already had a couple, and then, like, I meet up with people. Try to round like, it. Rounds! <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, dope, cool, man, I got a free beer, I'm leaving now. <laughs> what? <laughs> but where's Mark? What? <laughs> No, I, I'm I'm fully on board with it. Like, yeah. Rounds is awesome. Well, and at a place like, uh, we have this local bar called Emma's, yep. where they have a card limit of $20, That's which is real stupid. That's a very good point, yes. But it makes Rounds that much more valuable there. It does. It makes sense to do Rounds there. It makes sense to do Rounds there because if you're doing a couple bars on the night, you go to Emma's and you have a $25 limit, you can meet that in... Around maybe round and a half, right? Like yeah, but you can meet it a lot quicker if you do a round. So you buy around to Emma's, and then we'll go down to the next bar, and then I don't have to buy beer for a while because I met the limit, and now it's not an issue. We've had issues before where we're like, oh, I gotta take money out of the ATM and 
get it for Emma's because I can't yeah. use a card because I don't want to spend twenty five dollars. That's another good point. Well, and it when also there's for- a limit. Like rounds is nice because if you're going to another bar later, one person pays the whole thing. Now you're up to your limit, well, and now you go on to the next there's, bar. And, and there's rounds. another nice thing there. You only have one person clogging up the bar. Yep. Like, if you have five people in your group, you only got one person up there. Well, and it's drinks. easier for one person to be like, I want this, 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 and this. Yeah. Like, right there. Like, bang. Yeah, and you, I want all like, this stuff. It's, yeah, it's just like splitting checks and stuff. Sometimes it's just easier to have one person do it, and then... Yeah. And, like, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It's... It's something, like, that we need to do here. I don't know if we'll ever be able to because we're so focused on, well, I mean... Individualism. And well, like, it's it's individualism and, well, I pay... You only paid $4 a drink and I yeah. paid $5 a drink. And that's the thing. It's like, who But it cares, doesn't dude. matter. Who cares? Like, it all evens like, out. Think, think about it this way where, okay, yeah, you paid 5 bucks a drink this time, but next time, just buy the first round at the, ne- at the cheap place next time. Yeah. Like, Or it'll, it'll balance out karmically yeah i mean the only place i could see it is like oh i drink miller light which you shouldn't and you drink patron shots like okay well then you probably shouldn't those two people shouldn't be hanging out to begin with but still like okay fine but if everyone's drinking like a beer but so like well there's also a there's an understanding with with rounds is everything's going to be kind of in the same price right. range. And that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, it's just, it's just the implicit understanding where if everyone's getting around a beers, you get a beer or, like, a cider. Like, something yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, like, if you're doing a round of shots, then you get a shot. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you get everything in the same range. And if I go out and my beer's four fifty and your beer's $5, I'm not going to be a dick and be like, you owe me 50 cents, though. No, like, <laughs> like, well, I mean, let's be honest. How, how many nights have you gone out, like, and just paid for yourself and, like, van, like had, like, 120, 150 bucks vanish on you that night? Like, through drinks and food or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, when you include food, for sure, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just, oh, where did that go? <laughs> but if you're doing rounds, like, yeah, you'll drop, like, 20 bucks at this bar, maybe 20 right. bucks at another, but... 25, 30, like, depending... Yeah, but at the same but time... But then you don't spend any money for, like, four more rounds. Yeah. <laughs> and so it sounds nice, and everyone's the same level it drinks in. Yeah. You don't have the one person just pounding them back. Yeah. Because, like, it, it encourages group drinking. That's true. Yeah, yeah, rounds is good all around. Yeah, all right. Well, I've talked for 15 minutes about beer etiquette now. <laughs> So should we actually talk about the beer? It's good that we're enough. Tasting? Yeah, we should. All right, uh, you want to crack that one open there? I will. It's not one of the commercial styles, but it's close. Yeah, uh, all you people on uh, able to see our Patreon. If you're not stream. able to see our Patreon stream, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/BlindedStudios and become a patron today. Do it real quick because last time I did this, it hit me in the face, and you might be able to see it again. I might actually have to pull that clip. No, 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 just. Open it properly. Do you not know how to open a cork? What? No. Oh, geez. here, give me that. With the corkscrew? No, no, no. Give me that. Give me that. What? So if you're opening a champagne or anything, cup your hand over the thing. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. I was going to push it. No, no, and you slowly work it Well, that's why it, it hit me in the fucking face before then, huh? Yeah. 
Because you don't know how to open a goddamn it, it, door. I don't know. It hit me right in the face. It right on the chin. Yeah, no. Boop. So you you keep you keep just a very firm leg. Uh, you take your pointer and yeah, your thumb. No, that makes and you, sense. And you and you, you hold on to the tap and you work it yeah. out. I was doing that for the listeners. That makes a lot of sense. But nope, didn't do that. <laughs> um, All right, so I'll uh, pour this and then I'll show it to the beer camera yep. for Thomas and and, and our other and watchers. anybody who else is in chat. Which is lots of people, I swear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and if you want to see it in the chat, head on over to patreon.com and become a patron. Yep. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, Cascade's what? Uh, it is Cascade Brewing Figaro Ale. Figaro, Figaro. It is a Northwest style sour ale, and the beer, uh, the label describes it as. Ale aged in oak barrels with white figs and lemon peel. That's an interesting combination. Name makes sense. 2014 project is what it says right on the label. Um, House of Sour. Yep, so uh, Cascade Brewing the, is in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, Do you want me to read this label piece? I mean, it's if you kind want of to. interesting. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so this label piece it says Figaro is a blend of sour ales aged for up to eighteen months in Chardonnay oak barrels with white figs and lemon peels. So, uh, yeah, it's a blend in Chardonnay barrels. Yeah. So if if you're ever in the uh, the Portland area, I highly recommend stopping there. They don't just have sours. Sours is what they're known for. Sure. Uh, and their barrel house is amazing, and it's right across the the street from the Green Dragon, which is a pretty pretty decent uh, pub. They have some good food, and uh, some like they're they're rogue owned. So yeah. I believe you told me about them when yeah. you were there. Yeah. All right. So uh, wild specialty. We're looking for a sour and or funky version of a fruit, herb, or spice. Or okay. <sighs> Gary, we already have an issue. So uh, it's a sour and or funky version of a fruit herb spice beer or a wild beer aged in wood. Yep. If wood aged, the wood should not be the primary or dominant character. Uh, so aroma. Uh, variable by base style should show the fruit, sour and or funk of a wild fermentation as well as the characteristics of the special ingredients used. The best examples will blend the aromatics from the fermentation with the special ingredients, creating an aroma that may be difficult to attribute precisely. All right, so Let's aroma sniff here. this beer. Wow. Oh, that's fruity. Wow. That's fruity. Well, is, is that what you were going to say? <laughs> no, I, I get it was. It, it is. Okay. Um, like, I, I really get the fig. And just a hint of the lemon, but I don't, I'm not I sure get, if it's lemon or the lactic lac, acid. Lac, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It's It smells lactic. I think there's lemon aroma in there on top of it, though, because it doesn't smell purely lactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's like it, it's more of a rounded like it's not super sharp. Yeah, it smells lemony with a solid amount of yeah, lactic. I don't get a ton of wood. I don't get wood either. 
I mean, I know it was in a Chardonnay barrel, so you're going to get more wine than wood, but right. I don't really pick up a... Well, that's kind of what I... what I When I said wow, it's kind of like Chardonnay, like wine character to it as well. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know how to describe it besides saying, like, I get those fruits, like, that fruity wild fermentation but almost like it's a refined flavor like i should be tipping my nose up as i drink it yeah it's like it's it's a very complex aroma but i don't i i really i almost took a drink and you not do that yet yeah all right I really like how this beer smells. It does and it, smell like, nice. Cascade does a really good job of not making beers that are too sour. That and and I don't like sours. We all know that, but it smells so nice. So you you really liked the uh, the lambic uh, creek creek creek. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that we had that was super good. Was that two weeks ago now? Three weeks ago? Two week? Three weeks ago? Three, three weeks, weeks ago, ago now? Yeah. Um. That was good. Yeah, no, that was, that was uh, they, no, that was very good. But they so they have a blueberry, it's just Cascade blueberry. Okay. That oh, I've seen it. Yep. That I find a lot like that beer where it's blueberry first, sour second. Yeah. And I really like that beer. We'll see how Figaro goes. Yeah. I've been warming up to sours. I know. I I I and think even even if you don't like this one, I think blueberry you will like. We'll try it out. And I think we can get it at. I, I, I was gonna. I've seen I, it at Divine. I, I was gonna pick up blueberry for this episode, and then I was like, ah, I couldn't find it anywhere. But I think they still have some at Divine. Yeah, I, I've seen it at Divine for sure. Yep. Because I, I recognize the label. All right. And it's just um, a appearance uh, variable by base style, generally showing a color, tint, or hue from any fruit if used in both beer and the head. Clarity can be variable. Some haze is not a fault. Head retention is often poor. I will. Uh, attest to that yours is sticking around a little bit mine's still having an issue i think there's some bit. soap residue in this i think glass. i think your glass is the problem yep mine head was thick and then dissipated quickly but it's still around like there's still a lace like a light layer of head yeah no but the, like the uh, color on this what, what would you call that color oh it's head hold uh, up to the, on the glass white. yeah it's like uh i mean it's like a figgy amber I guess, yeah. Like, I'd call it golden. Yeah, but it's like, uh, or maybe it took it from the oak. Yeah, it's like a golden color, but a different hue. Yeah. Like, it's golden in color, but it's got kind of like a hue from either the figs or the oak barrel or something like it's got kind of it pulled some character from somewhere. some hue or shading yeah all right man dive into this flavor because i'm really excited to i am excited actually as well um so for the flavor on this variable by base style should show the fruit sour and or funk of a wild fermentation as well as the characteristics of the special ingredients used. Any fruit sweetness is generally gone, so only the esters typically remain from the fruit. The sour character from the fruit and wild fermentation could be prominent, but should not be overwhelming. 
The acidity and tannin from any fruit can both enhance the dryness of the beer. What? You you can do oh, this. Okay, okay. Can both enhance the dryness of the beer. So care must be taken for the balance. Or with the balance. The acidity should enhance the precipitation or perception of the fruit. Precipitation. Sorry. The acidity should enhance the perception of the fruit flavor, not detract from it. Wood notes, if present, add flavor and should not be balanced. Or should be balanced. This beer is very complex. Um, We're going to find out. I get, like, some of that grape from the, like, that, 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 like, oh. that, that dry sourness oh, no. from the, from the wine. Three oh, sips, no. three sips. I'm trying. You're, you're, you're going to be fine. Trust me. I got one. Oh, no. You get, you get some of that richness right. from the fig. And then uh, some of that really bright lemon character from. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. From the uh, from from the lemon and the lactic acid, I think this beer is really well done. It's it's fairly balanced. It's not too sour. It's not too oaky. I disagree. Oh no! Compared to the beer that we had. Three week or four weeks ago, this beer is not sour at all. This beer is very sour. I mean, it's a little puckery. Oh no! Oh no! No no! This beer is not okay for me. Are you not picking up any of the fig or any of that? <sighs> I'll lean away from my mic and try again. <laughs> for fig. Yeah, just like dig, dig for the fig, dig for the fig, like a root, like a pig rooting around for truffles. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Also, uh, All your sour. the video of you reacting to that is amazing. Thomas loved it for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I gotta find it. It's like there's there's a lot to this beer. If you if you can get past that lactic acid, and I think that's your biggest issue is lack is is lactic acid, because you can't deal with that initial you can't deal with that initial sourness, right? Nope. Like you don't like Brett, but you can deal with that better. Nope, I can't do this. Okay, that's fine. Nope. We have we have we it's have a we have a Carlos upstairs that we can just pour sours into all night long. Yeah. So. No, I can't. This is lactic AF. I can't do it. No. Um, I'm gonna like I'm gonna withhold my comments on the flavor because all I can taste is lemon juice. Like it just is so sour. It doesn't taste like lemons. No, no. Uh... But it's that same type of sourness, like that lemons have. It's so sour. I can't even judge it. Like, I can't. Yeah, I can't pick up flavor aside from the sourness. And that, but. So it's not just me. Um, my brother also, like, my brother and I used to wash off warheads. Like, we would put them under the sink and wash all the sour stuff off the outside and then eat them because they were too what? sour. Yeah. My brother and I are both known to people that we're good friends with. And, like, my brother's wife knows, like, he cannot have anything sour 
because he's like me. Doesn't I, that just make like a Jolly Rancher? Yeah, it does, and it it tastes wonderful once you wash all that disgusting mm, sour stuff. Go back stuff to out. the uh, go back to the the bitter then. Yeah. What I do like is if you go from no, it's just it's a, it's a fun fact that it's it's it almost seems to be genetic. I oh, don't it know that it, I don't I don't know that that's like any sort of scientifically proven thing or anything. But my brother and I, who are very similar, both perceive sour as like a basic nope. Like we're both basically like nah no can't do this. Um, well, Thomas just called you a little bitch for not liking sour war. I don't so. I don't think that Thomas is incorrect. <laughs> I don't I don't think you're wrong, Thomas, for saying that I'm a little bitch because I believe that I am. All right. Uh we but, should <laughs> we should actually continue on with our episode though. I think so too. All right. Uh so mouthfeel here. Uh variable by base style, generally a light body, lighter than what would be expected from the base style. Generally moderate to high carbonation. Carbonation should balance the base style if one has declared the presence of tannin from some fruit or wood can provide a slight a slight astringency, enhance the body or make the beer seem drier than it is. I can't really comment on mouthfeel either. No, I know. Like, you can stop drinking this beer. It's a light body. I can say that. It's pretty light. Oh, it's extremely light. It's, um, it's effervescent. It's, yeah. like, it's it's very light. Uh, all the sugars have gone. It's very dry. It's... Yeah, it's light and dry. I can say that for sure. Very acidic. You put a if you put a steak in this, it would dissolve in minutes. It's very acidic. It's very sour acidic. Like, have you done any cooking with sour ales? No. See, I think that's where they're gonna shine for you. Is like if you use them like a marinade or something like that. When you want like, especially like a fruit sour like this one. Yeah. Where you want like a little bit of, like that uh, the the fruity character in there, but you also just kind of wanna like tenderize the shit out of some meat yeah i mean i i'd be game to using it for cooking and this i can't drink no i i know i'm just i'm offering you alternatives i got you i got you i'd i'd be happy to try this in uh unlike like i don't know like a good lamb chop or something Oh yeah, this would be great with lamb. Yeah, a little mint jelly on that. This app. would be Actually, good with no, lamb. No, you take this beer as well and you reduce it down with some mint mm-hmm. uh, to make uh, kind of like a mint sauce. Yeah. Um. So you 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 have the, you already have the tartness in there, so you don't have to add any lemon or anything. Yeah, with some lamb, this would be good. Oh yeah. Like reduce down. Oh, I almost drank it. Some more. I need this one. Here. Thanks, friend, for taking my. Sour beer from me. Well, take one for the team. What a guy you are. We got a Carlos coming down to take the bottle. I was really hoping he would pop in on the camera. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs to take this. I can't drink it. That's not for me. It's not for me. It probably fits style, but... Yeah. I can't. All right, uh, you want to talk about comments? I do. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, gosh darn. Oh, jeez. I did a burp. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, comments. A wild beer featuring fruit, herbs, spices, or wood based on a style other than a lambic. 
could be another classic style, normally sour or not. Or something more generic. Not sure I understand that sentence. Um, well, so uh, it's, it's saying it could fit into a classic style. Or oh. it could just be like a generic ale that gotcha. you soured. Gotcha. Uh, these beers may not be aged, or may be aged in wood, but any wood character should not be a primary, primary or dominant flavor. The sour got your tongue. It did. Uh, history on this. Uh, modern American craft beer interpretations of Belgian wild ales or experimentations inspired by Belgian wild ales. So basically, um, this is what we call, like, so last week we talked about uh, the fruit lambiques. Yep. Or no, that was three weeks. Three weeks ago we talked about the fruit lambiques. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Try, try to remember episode order here, guys. It's <laughs> a little rough. Um, so this is the American interpretation of that because American brewers didn't want to take the term lambic or lambic uh, and make it their own. So we wanted to do something similar. So we started doing wild ales. And so we also talked about um, just our wild, our wild sours. And these are the specialties where you can add the fruit or the wood or do what you want with like, so this, this is an, uh, this is a style for creativity. So kind of stretch your legs here. Do what you want with this. Yeah. Well, and obviously, like, like Americans, we take a style and go extreme. Yeah, but this isn't that, though. There's nothing it's extreme. pretty sour. Well, yeah, but I've had some pretty sour Belgian fruit beers, too. Uh, and I don't find this one incredibly sour. I guess I guess maybe that's just me. Yeah, I think I think I chose the wrong one to like to introduce you to. That might have been the the problem. Like, I I wish I could have found one of the uh, uh, one of the commercial examples because I this feel like, is very sour. Yeah, like if I could have found Bourbonic Plague, or like okay. I yeah. think even like Vlad the Impaler might. Well, I think Vlad the Impaler falls under the non-specialty. Um, but if I could have found blueberry, I think that would have been a little better. Okay. Um. So where are we at here? Uh, uh, style. You nope. are on to characteristic ingredients, sir. Characteristic ingredients. That's where I thought it was. Virtually any style of beer. Any combination of Saccharomyces, Brettomyces, Lactobacillus, Pediococcus, or other similar fermenters can also be a blend of styles. While cherries, raspberries, and peaches are most common, other fruits can be used as well, such as figs. Um, vegetables with fruit-like characteristics, such as chili, rhubarb, pumpkin, etc., may also be used. Wood or barrel aging is very common, but not required. Pumpkin sounds like it would taste disgusting this sour. Yeah. But, okay. It's possible. You could. So, um, well, so style comparison of this, like a fruit, herb, spice, or wood beer, but sour and or funky. Nice. Uh, entry instructions. Entrant must specify the type must. of fruit, spice, herb, or wood used. Entrant, entrant must specify. Must. must. Uh, a description. I'm giving the bold where know, the bold is. 
Uh, entrant must specify a description must. of the beer, identifying the yeast bacteria used, neither a base style or the ingredients, specs, target character of the beer. Basically, describe this as much as you can if you're entering it into... Uh, yeah, you need to identify what it is. Well, and see, so not to digress too much, but so this is a broad category, correct? Yeah. Last week's category. Yeah. Was a broad category, but didn't have yeah. any of this detail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying Gary knows what he's doing when he wants to. Yeah. No, I agree. Like most of these are good. But last week's category was like Britishy. It should be mm. Britishy, and you know what that's all about, right? So, so do it. I'm just, I'm just. So I take a drink of the delicious sour, oh. and like it, it tarts out my tongue, and then I go and I grab a drink of the delicious strong bitter. Yes, and I just get caramel and toffee goodness all over my tongue. Yeah, it's amazing. Like it really heightens the sweetness. It's amazing. All right. Let me talk about vital statistics. Statistics. <laughs> Variable by base style. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Some right. commercial examples of these. Um, Cascade, which is what we have. The beer that we have is not in the commercial examples. No. But Cascade, Bubonic Plague. Bourbonic. Oh, Bourbonic. I didn't yep. even notice that. Yeah. Yeah, because they age it in bourbon barrels. Because they age it in bourbon barrels, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jester King Atrial Rubicate. Rubicite. Rubicite. New Belgium Eric's Ale. New Glarus Belgian Red. Oh, hey, there, you got the New Belgiums there, right? Oh, yeah, right there. got the New Glarus. I, I, I'm, new I'm, Belgium? Or, yeah, the New Bel- or, sorry, the New Glarus one right there. Uh, I, 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 I tried to find the uh, Belgian Red. They don't make it anymore. No, they don't, huh? No, sir, they don't. Oh, hey. So, like, well, I Well, could... gosh darn, we should take it off the commercial examples then, eh? They don't make that anymore? Yeah, they, I, I tried to find it, and they're not making it this year at least because they, yeah. they released their 2018 brew schedule uh, at the end of last year. Huh. Uh, continuing on, Russian River Supplication. Delicious beer. I've had that one. And the Lost Abbey Kufi de Tome. Yeah, I think that's close enough. I, it might be Cuvée, but... Cuvée de Tome. But Cuvée sounds right, too, because there's two E's. Yeah, well, that's why I said yeah. that. Cuvée de Tome. I'm going to call it that. I don't Cuvée know. Cuvée de Tome sounds right. If you guys are from the Lost Abbey and you're listening, sorry. Or I if you're French or Belgian and you want to correct us, we would really appreciate that. Yeah, if you're French so, or Belgian and want to correct us, I don't care. But if style, you're from that Abbey, I will hear from sty- you. Style varies on this. Yeah. So... Here's here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, kind of a, a take on an American blonde. Okay. That we had fruit to and sour. I'm fine with that, man. Like, I can't tell you much about it. No, I know. Like, but, like, I, I'm, I'm saying for, for a beer like this that you would enjoy. So think back to the fruit sour that we had. Well, yeah. A few weeks ago. Um and how like what the the aspects of that that you liked. So I'm trying to stick within the style. So we need to do like a base style. 
So yeah. I'm thinking of Blondale will yeah. take to that pretty well. Yeah. Think about what fruits you would enjoy in that. So uh, I'm gonna uh, build rhubarb. up. I'm gonna build up a quick. Uh, oh, dude, rhubarb! I never even thought about rhubarb. Yeah, rhubarb. I mean, that'd I be amazing. Even, I I don't even like rhubarb, but I think it would be good in the beer. No, I like rhubarb in like flavoring. I don't like to eat rhubarb cake or something like that. Uh, rhubarb, bar, rhubarb bars are the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but I think rhubarb in this beer would be good. I'm trying to find our Blondale base. Do you remember what that was? Yeah. Uh, what? What was our Blondale base? I've got it pulled up already. Because right now I, I have two row. Two yeah. row wheat and caramel crystal 20. Okay. I'm going to leave out the caramel. Yeah. How much? Uh, how much wheat? Seven pounds of two row, one pound of wheat. Okay. And zero point five of crystal twenty. So, whatever you want to do with that. Yeah. So seven and one. I'm gonna bump this. I up. think rhubarb would work well with this. I'm gonna do eight and two just to get it a little bit more ABV. I want to get it over five percent. Yeah. And that puts us at five and a half. Um, hops. We want to use some sort of aged top, I'm guessing. Not the one that we used in Blonde, but like an aged Willamette? Yeah, I'm just I'm just going to leave hops out of this, and then okay. we'll just use old hops in it if we have any left. Otherwise, I'm going to start asking around to see if I can find any, because I know Fredrickson has some. I think I have some old hops, too. Okay. I think Good. I have some old Willamette, actually. All right, and then yeast. So I'm thinking just we're going to use the same Lambic blend. Yeah. Uh well I mean we could use we could use a different one use the one from Omega the Brettomyces lambiscus. Let's do a different one then. Yeah, let's use the Omega one. I haven't used that strain. This seems since really we have it available. Yeah, let's. Yeah, do it. so this should put us around five and a half percent. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna drop us so far down. <laughs> what so we're mean? looking at like a 10, 10 3 this is going to drop us down to basically zero because I don't have rhubarb on here I don't know <laughs> how to add that on here uh, add miss nope that's hops r-h-u-b-a-r-b right yeah that is correct okay All right, I can't add that. So what I'm gonna, cause I don't, I just don't have it in Beersmith right now. So I'm just gonna put that in parentheses behind the name. All right, so we're gonna do a rhubarb sour, which I'm kind of excited about. I think Actually, that's a good I don't idea. Know, with the rhubarb, tell me if I'm crazy on this. I kind of want to add some brown brown sugar, get a molasses flavor in there. I don't think that's crazy. I think that would. <sighs> that would work real well. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Like not a not a lot. No, no, but, but just some, like yeah, I think that would work. How do like I guess it'd be under fermentables. It should be yeah, fermentables. Brown, brown sugar, sugar will ferment. dark. Or do we add molasses? Mm, just straight molasses. Brown sugar. No. Think so. Well, so the only thing you're gonna get out of the brown sugar is the molasses flavor. I know. Okay. Brown sugar. But you get a little bump in the ABV. Yeah. 
Which... Well, now we're like at... So I'm thinking like not half a pound. Like a quarter of a pound? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, no, just a bit. Like four ounces of brown sugar. Yeah. I think I think that'll help. Like, I think that'll be good. Because rhubarb and brown sugar go together really well. Because it helps like yeah. balance out some of the bitterness of the rhubarb. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think that's a bad idea at all. And I think that well, first of all, this is one of those styles that we get that kind of cool license to experiment a little bit. Yeah. And that's I like how we, we saved all the all the ones where we actually get to experiment until the end. Yeah. That's kinda nice. Where we've learned well, a it bunch. Is. Until, like we've learned a lot of things. And it was completely things. unintentional. Yeah. But we've learned a lot of things, so now we're like Let's do this because it's weird, but it should work. So, Rick, and I also we can say that. Have, have one other really good piece of news for you. Oh. There's only one sour beer left. Mm-hmm. And that's number 80. I started clapping, but then it was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the goose at number 80. Oh, we're doing a goose at the end? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, because I have to use some of the Lambic that we've been aging for a year and a half. I don't think that the goose is as sour as this, though. Depends on the goose that we get. I've tried some. They're not as sour as that. Yeah. The, uh... Yeah. They might, this one might be, but still. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, Thomas is a fan of our uh, of our brown sugar idea. Yeah. So, I mean, we at least have a third party weighing in on our ridiculousness. At least uh, Thomas approves. And I have come to trust Thomas's opinion no, in I've a tried, lot of things, you know, I, to I've be tried, honest. I've tried some of Tom's beer. I, I trust Tom, too, implicitly. Yeah, well, he's he's uh, put some things our way that have yeah. been good. And we've been real shit about putting things his way. God damn it. That's what his comment was about earlier. <laughs> we were real good about sending everybody else shit though I keep forgetting to bring my shitty cider in Yeah you gotta do that next week I will Next Be- week I'll have the shitty cider here Perfect And we'll figure out what went wrong with it Cause there's off flavors in well, it I, See that well, And that's the thing that I love about homebrew Is figuring out what went wrong Yeah We'll figure that out with my homebrew We'll go over the brewing process that I took through it and we'll figure out what happened. All right. Because something's wrong with it. Should we get the fuck out of here? I'm ready to fucking leave. All right, folks. Thanks for uh, tuning in this week. If you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash money. So just become a patron today if you... uh, uh, (laughs) Damn it. Thomas is listening in chat. And (laughs) he's like, that's not what my comment is about. I wasn't calling you guys out. Like, yeah, I know you weren't. We just feel bad about it, okay? Like, that's <laughs> what it is. All right, if you like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios to become a patron today. If you're doing Amazon shopping, uh, go ahead and head over to Blinded Studios. Click on the Amazon link at the member homepage. Do that. It really helps us out. We get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. If any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindestudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindestudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.